We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Monday morning edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this morning. We're uh, going to discuss Ole Miss Georgia Tech from Saturday a little bit. Um, obviously not much of a game there, but we will hit on that as well as uh, the week ahead. Look at some lines for the week. Busy NFL day yesterday. It'll be more for tomorrow and Wednesday. We might touch on a few topics that are on our minds there. So plenty of Plenty to talk about, plenty to discuss here on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Your uh, lunch special today is chicken spaghetti. If you're in town, you'd like to stop on by. Bread, any size fountain drink for you there with the Oxford Exxon and Blue Sky. And remember, every time you make a purchase this week, you're automatically entered into a chance to win the uh, official Ole Miss game day football jersey on Saturday. They're giving seven of those away this season, one for each home game. So Saturday, Tulsa, 3 p.m., they will do another one. So stop in, again, Blue Sky location here in Oxford, and take a chance, as many chances you would like with purchases to win an official Ole Miss game day football jersey. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. Well, Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, the rest completely up to you. Shop it around, do what I've done. Well, I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want to be your car guy. You want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest will join later this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to... Uh, Grab a burger, a po' boy, watch the game. If you're stopping in, uh, go a little earlier on in the evening on Thursday, on Friday, before the college kids take it over. Have a beer, have a cocktail, and um, tell the people at Rafters you appreciate them being part of our show for as long as they have. Again, Rafters on the Square in Oxford and also Rafters in New Albany. And while you're coming to town, don't forget, Walk On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, 
plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit them today in Oxford or Richland. So, you know, I, I went back, saw a little more of the game from Saturday. There wasn't really much to see. Um, we're talking about in the thread already. I guess the main takeaway was Jackson Dart's response after Lane lit him up there um, right before halftime with the interception that was not pleasing to Kiffin whatsoever. Um, thought he did play pretty well after that, made some throws. It, it, kind of one of those deals, too. You, know, you watch that back foot throw and you go, okay, you don't really need to be throwing off your back foot. That's a bad thing. But wow, at the velocity you got mm-hmm. on it, and the place you put it, where you go, see, there you go. There's the upside. There's the mistake. Let's. It's all in there together. If you're uh, if you're darting Ole Miss, but you know, I thought the wide receivers played better again than the thing I got credit for. I thought that Ole Miss didn't have to throw the football early because they could just run it any damn time they wanted to over and over and over and over again because Georgia Tech couldn't stop it, and there was zero respect for that. And I, I feel like in some ways, not necessarily us, not necessarily the fan base, just in general, there's this thought of if you don't have the Elijah Moore, the A.J. Brown, the guy that gets this crazy separation as the superstar that the whole group is bad. And they're not elite, but they're not bad either. Mingo's done a really nice job through three games. I think Heath has served his role very well. And I thought it was important on Saturday for them to get Jordan Watkins involved to some degree. I thought he was active um, across the middle of the field. He only had a couple catches, but again, they didn't throw the ball but 16 times. I think they are a completely average wide receiver group in the SEC right now. Now they need Jalen Robinson to do something. They need him to toughen up, to play, get going. I mean, but the pieces are a little more there than maybe I thought because as you said, hey, look, Robinson's out. Jalen Knox is essentially a non-factor at this point. You probably wouldn't have went, hmm, that could, that could be a bad group. There's there's some problems there. What if Mingo's not 100%? What if, what if, what if, what if? And it's probably a little better than at least in my mind it was in the preseason from that position. I'm just at the disadvantage this week of not really having had the opportunity to closely watch the first half of the game. So it's difficult for me to add a hell of a lot to that. Um what struck me about them is just how dominant they looked on defense. Oh, there's no doubt about that. That's that's what really stood out more than more than what happened offensively. Uh in the second half, what I noticed was just kind of Georgia Tech looked like it had laid down and Ole Miss just ran through them. Um those first handful of drives in the second half were if you're if you're a Georgia Tech fan, those were kind of humiliating. Your team quit, basically. Um, but if Ole Miss's identity right now, and look, here's the thing, is that they've played three teams. They've played the three teams that are on their schedule. They've played the only three teams that they were have been allowed to play yet. That's not their fault. We still know what they are completely because we just haven't seen them play a good team yet. I mean – we can transitive property all day long. Troy to death. Yeah. It doesn't change what I saw. Um, Central Arkansas, we can eh. transitive property some stuff there. If, it, if you because just. Of Missouri State? Yeah, if you just want to, that feels like a real stretch. And then Georgia Tech looked like a really bad ACC team. Yet, what strikes me is if your identity is, hey, you can show up and run the football and you can show up and play. What appears to be potentially elite defense, we'll see, but potentially, you're going to win a bunch of games. You're going to be in 
damn near every game like that. And that's at this point, that's probably about as much as you can say, but that's that's a pretty good amount to say. It's just one more freaking thing headed into that game in 12 days because my one defensive question mark, and it's just a question mark, it's not saying they can't handle it, it's not anything else, is that what do they do with a team that runs right at them that is physical? I don't know. And I don't know. They're a little small at linebacker in spots. Yeah. And the defensive line has been stabilizing. Not great. Not bad, just sort of in the middle. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. but they haven't they haven't been d- dynamic there. They are carried by fast linebacker play and a really damn good secondary that comes up and plays the box well. And Lane admitted after the game that they've been pretty vanilla with guys like Cedric. They used him a little bit more in some different ways on uh, Saturday against Georgia Tech. Probably looking back, they wish they hadn't. Um, wish they hadn't put that on film. Mm-hmm. But I think they expected more of a game from Georgia Tech than they got. So they were playing, yeah. Um, you know, look, they'll play a team this week that throws the ball, throws it pretty effectively. Tulsa's not the best defensive team in the world, but they, uh, they've they scored some points all season. They, 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 will, they will stress you vertically or attempt to. Um, and then in 12 days, as you mentioned, the game that we're going to really probably – I criticize myself a lot. I'll give myself credit for this. I can remember talking about this game as early as like April. Sure. It was Kentucky. I thought Kentucky would be good. They are. I thought they would be physical, and they are. Now, they're not as good up front on offense as I thought they might be. It's what's allowed me – I was asked on Saturday night your early thought, and it does, it's not a hill of beans, but I give Ole Miss a slight edge. And it is because Kentucky has been worse up front offensively, and it's yeah. not as dominant. Given the what I just said, Ole Miss is front seven on defense or front whatever you want to call them. It it sort of plays into that where I go, it's not quite the elite level challenge I thought it was going to be. I will say this: I don't know what the over under will be, yeah. But I like the under. I think it's a fairly low scoring. It's a different kind of game. Ole Miss people are used to Kiffin games, these high-scoring, yeah, crazy track, track meets. Meet. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think that's going to be that. I, th- I think it's going to be a game that's the winner gets into the low 20s. Of 23-17 wouldn't blow you away. Yeah, so, you know, if you tell me the over-under gets set at like 52, I'm under. I just don't think either team's going to score a ton of points. And it's very likely it won't because everybody keeps still, from a Vegas standpoint, Ole Miss is known for points, which is allowing you to wreck unders right now. Vegas gave yeah. away money last week. Yeah. That thing got to 65 at one point. I mean, and that, that was never there was never a moment that you thought, boy, the over's in jeopardy here. So, and a lot of that is because Ole Miss defensively has now given up 13 points in three games. That's it. You do the math on that. That's a little more than four points a game. Now, they, they're going to play better teams. They're going to give up points. They're going to play better offenses. They're going to give up points. But there's, there's a lot to like, there's just a, and there's a lot to not know yet. And I think it's okay to say you don't know. I don't think that's, I don't think that's negative. No, no, no. You know, because no, no. there's people out there that are going, oh, my God, 11, 12 wins. I was like, well, yeah, but it's just too early to go there. Just wait and see. We'll start to see a lot in 12 days because Kentucky's a good team. They might not be the eighth best team in the country, but they're, they're good. 
And they might be the eighth best team in the country. Because after the first three, it's Follow still. Throw them in a hat and see what happens. You know, I mean, in Kentucky's a team with an identity and a really good quarterback, and they're going to get Rodriguez back at tailback, all jokes aside. And sometimes great running backs make an average offensive line look a little bit better than average. And it keeps defenses well, we're off. We're probably balance. watching that right now, Frank. You know, I mean, he's an upgrade from Cavassier Smoke. Oh, sure. So, and Smoke becomes a backup. It is a phenomenal name. It is a great name. But he a be- phenomenal name. He becomes a backup, which makes them a little deeper. So, you know, I mean, I think Kentucky's going to make noise in the SEC. I've thought that all along. And you go back, and you and I talked about this yesterday. There's, there's this tendency in media, in large part because we're lazy and in large part because we just embrace narratives, to go, oh, well, you know, the SEC, it starts with – Alabama and Georgia, but then that next group is LSU and Auburn and Tennessee and Florida. The last year and a half, the next group has been Ole Miss, Kentucky, and Arkansas. Go look at numbers. Mm -hmm. Just sheer numbers. What did Kentucky do last year, 10 and 3? I think it was 10 and 3. They won three in a row. They're 16 and – I mean, 13 and 3 in their last 16. Ole Miss is 14 and 3 in its last 17. Arkansas went 9 and 4. They're now 3 and 0. So that's 12 and 4 in their last 16. Nobody else can say that. LSU can't say that. Auburn can't say that. Florida sure as hell can't say that. A&M can't say that. A&M can't say that. That is the next group. Yet the media, us, we kind of refuse to give that credit because it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right to say Kentucky is in the second tier. Ole Miss is in the second tier. Arkansas is in the second tier. Yet the numbers say that, and frankly, the eye test says that. Because I think if you watched Ole Miss play and you put them in a different uniform, people would be going, oh, man, that looks like a pretty good team. But with Ole Miss, there's this tendency to go, well, you know, but from the national guys. If, they you, do it if, with, if you put Ole Miss, the way their team is set up, the way they run the football and play defense and all that kind of stuff with this year's team, yeah, you put them in Auburn uniforms. People are talking about oh, how good they wow. are. wow, look at the backs. Yeah, look, it's, sure. it's another Auburn backfield, blah, 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 and you're doing that whole deal, and it's it's it's, yeah. it's whatever. Sure. It's kind of my point. Yeah. That team is ranked higher if they have an Auburn logo on their helmet. And I think the same holds for Kentucky, and I think the same holds for Arkansas. I think they get those teams get picked apart a little bit in ways that we wouldn't pick apart LSU, for example. I did the same thing, Avery. I thought about the ladies' man when they hear Cavassier smoke. 100%, yes. Yeah. Um. Just my observation from 30,000 feet. I'm going to say that, and all three of those teams are pretty highly ranked. Oh, sure. Kentucky's eighth, Arkansas's tenth, Ole Miss is 16th. I mean, Ole Miss is getting a lot of credit for being Ole Miss, for for having Lane Kiffin as its coach. Because they haven't beaten a good team yet. Oh, they're definitely getting that. But they passed the eye test. Ole Miss, because of Lane, I guess. It's an interesting statement because they're the lowest ranked of the three teams that we're talking about. But I feel like on a national level of, if you ask most national people which team has the highest ceiling, they would say Ole Miss. Probably so. Yeah. And I have no problem with the rankings right now. Kentucky's got a good win under its belt. Kentucky beat Florida at Gainesville. Yeah. Worst Um, win by the day. but Yeah, but but it's still a good win. uh, And it was a week after Florida had beaten Utah. Arkansas has got a couple of nice wins. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's all they are. Cincinnati's a nice team. South Carolina's what they are. 
We've got a couple it's of wins. It's possible Carolina, and that, this isn't related to Arkansas, it's possible Carolina sucks. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, Rattler's not good. Yeah, it's possible that we all, you're right here, then you were right, that we mm-hmm. all overvalued even the 7-5, and 8-4 and four Carolina thought. There's a lot of media that got excited about Carolina. The end. Shane's a great guy. People like him. Sure. That's part of it. He's fun, all that stuff. He's great to media. He's fun. He did the Mayo thing. They won that game over Carolina. But go back and look at their scores last year when they played good teams. That's all. It takes a minute. And I get that Georgia's a python, but to say they were just completely run out of that building with not even an ounce of resistance and the way Arkansas just scored it will on them. Yeah, the the Arkansas part I'll, I'll give yeah. you, the Georgia part I, I will – I will. <laughs> you watch what Oregon did to BYU. And then watch what Georgia did and to I, Oregon. If we're going to do transitive properties, I'm just not going to hold it against you. Whatever happens to you against Georgia, I think it's forgivable. Go back a year ago. Go back a year ago. The week before Arkansas came here and played that 52-51 to 51 game, they lost like eight gazillion to nothing in Athens. Could not move the football. I think Georgia's on a level all of its own right now. You mentioned the uh, the polls. Ole Miss coming in at sixteen in the uh, in the top twenty five from an individual writer standpoint. They have three votes at number nine. Those are from um, a CBS national writer. Uh, that is from the news in advance out of Lynchburg, Virginia. I guess Faris told him to make sure the Rebels were up there. I would have had him at nine. That's where I put him in and my then deal. Dustin DePerak, who covers uh, Indiana for the Herald Times, there in Bloomington, are there three? Um, That's exactly where I would put Ole Miss. I did it. I actually put some thought into mine yesterday. I would have put Ole Miss at nine. Tom Murphy from Arkansas put him at ten. Don Williams at ten. They've mm-hmm. got a vote from eleven at eleven from a South Carolina writer. And then a lot of votes at 12, a lot of votes at 13, a lot of votes at 14, a couple at 15, on down the list. Where they're falling here, and this is, again, polls don't matter. So Mm-mm. keep your heart rate exactly where it is. Do not increase your blood pressure over my next sentence. What is really freaking stupid, though, is there are seven people that have them not ranked. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, good God in hell. I don't I don't understand that. That's How do you get 25 teams in that poll as are, bad as these teams are? Who are those seven people? Brett McMurphy, who never votes on Miss High. I mean, it's not a conspiracy thing, but for whatever reason, Brett always has them at the bottom. I think it's safe to say that's personal. Yeah, I mean, it's really low just, every time. I think that's personal. Um, Let's see. Let's just pull them up. I can do it really, really quickly. I'm just glad that the only people that get these ballots are the objective. Yeah. Uh, Toledo, Ohio writer okay. has him not ranked. Okay. Seeing if he has anything just completely crazy. He has Penn State ranked ninth. Okay. Um, has Florida ranked tenth? Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's ridiculous. Florida is not number ten in the country. No, no, no. I mean, not in, not in any world. The guy from the Oklahoman. Who's that? Uh, Ryan Aber. I don't know him. I don't know. It's me. I don't know what he does or doesn't. He has a few extreme picks. Like he still has BYU, like in the top fifteen. Um, I think I had BYU. Has like, Michigan State still in the top twenty? Nah, no, no. Sorry, that's lazy. Still has Tennessee down at twenty. That's ridiculous. Tennessee's better than that, and legitimately better than yeah. that. I had Tennessee like eleven or twelve in mine. I think uh, the guy who covers Michigan for the Ann Arbor the, for M Live. Okay. 
looking for any crazy thing. He has Wake at 14. Okay. North Carolina at 20. That's kind of Has high. Florida State ranked. That's silly. Cleveland.com, Cleveland, Ohio. Appears to have a lot of biases just against Southern teams in general, frankly. Imagine that. From looking at the list. That is the way I'm interpreting that. Um, Wisconsin State Journal, Madison. Okay. And Dayton, Ohio. Mm, the Midwest doesn't like Ole Miss. I don't know. Got Pitt at 13. It's a little high. Miami's still at 20. Mm. Michigan State still ranked. Mm, that's not – this can't be. They got demolished. They got a lot of Big Tens in that – a lot of Big Ten in that poll. I yeah. mean, a lot of Big Ten in that poll. So, anyway, not not even worth spending a lot of time on. No, that it's, it's, and it's too early. It doesn't matter. Number one, it never matters. Number two, it, it's still September the 19th. It just doesn't – it just doesn't matter yet. <laughs> what? I mean, nothing. You're right. I'm just, just laughing. Doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't matter yet. In any way. Because it's – there will be some, yeah. There will be a number next to a, a next Ole Miss's name when they play Kentucky next week. That that's what will happen. Yeah, and then you'll go from there. I mean, I haven't looked at the full slate, but if it stays where it is, eight versus sixteen is a pretty damn big game October first. That's that's good. But it won't stay where it is because there, there will be some movement. Yeah, people will lose. Well, I mean, Clemson and Wake Forest play, uh, Florida and Tennessee play, Arkansas and Texas A and M play. Alabama's got to deal with my boy Clark. I mean, there's a lot going on. Three and one Vanderbilt. Damn right. Maybe destined for three and nine, but three and one Vanderbilt. Mm, three and one right hey, now. Hey, they've cashed already. I know. They got the, the over under was two and a half. I know. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, my boy. It is September 19th, and that money is in the bank. My man. My man, Clark. <laughs> you know, some people had the Vandy over, and they were real interested in Northern Illinois. So I thought, we can pull this bitch off right now and get this over with. Uh, Georgia maintains the top spot in the polls. I, I don't know how you vote anyone else, number one. Literally, I don't know how. I mean, there are four people who did it. Well, they're idiots. Bama got three and Ohio State got one. They're idiots. I, I mean, no offense. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're wonderful people, but they're idiots. <laughs> no offense, but you're a jackass. I mean, just you're bad at this. <laughs> that is the best team. Listen, this team right now, because uh, Stetson Bennett's playing elite-level yeah. quarterback He's right very now. underrated. He's making... One good mistake, one good decision after another. I know he's he's showing some athleticism. He's throwing the ball pretty well, yeah. and they've got dudes who can catch a ball six yards from the line of scrimmage, and they're a threat to go the distance uh-huh. every time. Multiple dudes. Their tight end room. I there, know. there are thirty-two NFL teams inquiring about their tight end room. It's incredible. Clemson is maybe the worst number five team in the country ever. Um, they are, but I'm going to give them some slack this week. They, they had an emotional week. They, I put them at 11th. I don't think they're a top 10 team, but <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to judge them off this past week against Louisiana Tech. The more I read about just how difficult a week they had. Oklahoma six, SC seven, Kentucky eight, Oklahoma State nine, Arkansas ten, Tennessee eleven. Uh, NC State 12, Utah 13, Penn State 14, Oregon back to 15. Dave Doran getting it done. Yes. Getting it done. Baylor 17, Washington 18. Washington, huge win over Michigan State on Saturday. Michael, Michael, is it Pennick or Pennix? Pennix. He's a stud. He lit Michigan State. It was was an advantage that Ole Miss missed him in the bowl game a couple years ago. 
Sure. Sometimes it's about breaks. That was a break. Um, Penix, he looked incredible. Florida 20, Wake 21, Texas 22, A&M 23, Pitt 24, and Miami 25. Kansas receiving votes this week. They're 3-0. and Yeah. I mean, they look great. What a story. Ah, he's good. I was at a, um, a tailgate thing on Saturday, and one of Caroline's friends, her twin brother, goes to Kansas, and he was there. And so we were talking about Kansas, and he said he's never seen people so excited about football. Oh, really? Yeah, which is cool. That's what it's fun. Yeah. Continue our talk. We'll look at some lines in a minute. First, I'll tell you about G and M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. You can get it delivered here in the Oxford area. Um, they also offer MedSync. Your prescriptions the same time each month, same day. Once you're at the pharmacy, one delivery. They do all the medications you need when you need them. That's also with Tyson Drugs and Holly Springs and with their uh, med packs. They'll individually package your medications for those who need that extra step. They'll take care of people. Maybe you have parents, someone else that really needs that uh, attention to detail there with your medications. So they, they can do all those things, including transfer your medication with just one call. Again, 662-236-2222. College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. CollegeCornerStore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They sponsor the Davison Igbenosan Show, which I believe is set to premiere uh, this evening. I taped with him yesterday afternoon. So uh, look for that at uh, MPW Digital on our YouTube channel. And hit the subscribe button and the like button. Leave a nice review if you would. That'd be great. I also taped with Mason Brooks for the Mason Brooks Show, which is presented by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. That's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And I taped with Troy Brown yesterday, and that'll be to you on Tuesday, I believe. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services if you live with in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call uh, Southern, 662-429-4429. Our friends at Blue Delta are excited to announce they'll be hosting Mustache the Band on Friday, October the 14th, for the Square Jams After Party. Come out and uh, check out the basketball team on Friday night and the football team on Saturday. And in between, you can join the folks from Blue Delta at the Lyric with the world's most powerful 90s country party band. Ticket packages are on sale now. Some tickets include jeans. Some don't. All include admission to the concert and an open bar. To book, just DM Blue Delta on their socials or visit BlueDeltaJeans.com slash after party and uh, they'll see you there. A-Stock Auctions, speaking of uh, my boy Clark in Nashville, A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock Auctions start at just $1. That's right, every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it at astock.bid. And uh, later today, I'll have what he said, what he meant, presented by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're looking to diversify, if you're looking to leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and your schedule, uh, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. 
He'll guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, you hate your boss, you hate your pay, you feel stuck, Andy Ludecky can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Six different flavors for you that are delivered straight to your door in a uh, bag. You throw it in the freezer. It will come in frozen. Then you just put it in boiling water in less than 10 minutes. You've got restaurant-quality shrimp ready to go. It seasons itself, cooks right there in the bag. A couple of my favorites, lemon cracked pepper, the original, the uh, the seasoning, as well as a couple of complete meals in the bag. That's the French Quarter Alfredo and the garlic herb butter. And they have a spicy option. That's the Louisiana shrimp boil. So whether it's those items or they're two pounds of individually frozen shrimp, it's like you get the grocery store, except a higher quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. That's PrimeShrimp.com. And if you're a first-time user, use code MPW for $20 off your first order with PrimeShrimp.com. Look at some lines for the week. For uh, I guess you've, you've already chosen the Nils Picks games. I have not looked to see what is non-SEC on the just list. One, just one. What I'm doing early in the year so that you know is SEC games and then if there's a game between two teams that are ranked. Ranked, period. Okay. If they're each facing each other, yeah, sure. I add it. So we've got Clemson at Wake Forest okay. as our only other game. Okay. So I don't think I'm being completely outrageous. No, I think that's probably within some bounds. You did not have a good week. It's okay. Yeah, I could kind of feel that coming. Well, I mean, I I, I kind of deserved it. I took Georgia Tech. Um, a couple of the other ones, I actually felt like I had a decent read on the games. I just didn't cover. Like, I wasn't actually that, – that was the only one where I was like, oh, okay, that was really stupid. Otherwise, okay. I mean, yeah, betting is hard. You betting lose is hard. Yes. Yeah, so God, my NFL, my NFL week yesterday. I yeah. lose on the last play with the damn Jets. Yeah. Had the Browns. I lose on the Raiders – Twenty to nothing. Bring him down, for God's sake! I lose that on the last play, and there was another one. I don't know. I've never seen an NFL team just decide we're going to fumble on every play in overtime. Where I mean, if I'm if I'm Derek Carr, I'm I'm strangling half my teammates. Yes, because I'm doing everything I can do, and you idiots, yes, cannot just hold on to the ball and fall down. If I'd been Derek Carr, I would have walked into the locker room. <laughs> I would have changed my clothes, taken a shower, put my clothes back on. I would have done my media thing. I would have thrown every single one under the bus, and then I would have left, and I'd said, see you sons of bitches on Tuesday, and just eat it. He had, you wouldn't have done the noble thing and taken that one. No, no. no. <laughs> I literally would have, I would have said, it's their fault. I played great. I was terrific. They suck, all of them, and they know it. It was their fault. It's all their fault, their fault, completely their fault. I can't catch the ball and yeah. hold on to it. I mean, I cannot do everything, but I did damn near everything. So there. They get the Cardinals the fourth down at the end of regulation, one play away. I mean, just over and over and over and it's over. It's like all the criticism last week of Aaron Rodgers for saying, hey, look, they made a lot of mental mistakes about his young receivers. Well, they did. Oh, I can't believe he'd say that. Why? It's the truth. They're professionals. He's like, drops are going to happen, but you can't drop that. Mm-hmm. Mm, fair enough. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, bad guy. Bad guy, Aaron Rodgers. Can't believe he'd throw his teammates. Stop. It's These are professional athletes. Play like it. Getting paid to catch the ball. Getting paid to run the right route. So do it. Just glad the Bengals spent so much money repairing the offensive line. Yeah, he was under a little bit of a... 
He was under siege, if you will, on Sunday. Sacked six times. Unreal. Also, Cooper Rush. I mean, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm like, look, I can't, I can't make Lyle Collins block the guy. I, I, I mean, I can't make him do it. I'm busy back here. Owen two in trouble. Trouble. Not sure it's going to get better. Completely. I mean, they aren't going to go in sixteen, but like, I don't. No, but it's it's getting late early. Because you go to Dallas and lose to that to that. It's getting late early. It is. I would advise them to beat the Jets on Sunday. So take this real quick. Yeah, you're fine. Look at some different lines through the week. Neil will come back and we'll go over. Uh, we'll go over those. Well, always gonna. I will say I put on the message board, but um, we had Matt Mott on the show last week. Ole Miss knocked off Kentucky to open SEC play in uh, in soccer. One two one on that. They still have only given up I think two goals on the season. So just uh, of note there. I assume we'll hear from Matt today at the press conference for Lane at uh, at noon on that one. Your MPW Digital Week will be as normal. I put the post-game show in podcast form, so if anybody wanted to go back, listen to us talk about the Saturday night win over Georgia, or the win Saturday over Georgia Tech that we discussed into Saturday night, 42 to nothing. You can do that. I talked to Neil. I talked to Brian. Took a few calls, went over stats. We had a good time. We were over there for a little over two hours, so there's a good bit of content at MPW Digital from uh, from that point. So, as always, you'll get your feel from that, and you've got plenty to look forward to if you want to go back and listen to that as uh, this new week comes on you and you get more content as we move into today and tomorrow. West Virginia, Virginia Tech did not make the list, huh, Neil? We didn't, we're not going to pick that one. Uh, they're not both ranked. No, no, I'm kidding. It's yeah. a terrible game. No, and it, before anybody thinks there was some sort of a work call, it's – uh, Rizzo the dog had to go to the vet this morning for a little bit of an emergency, and I was oh, getting, really? I was he's fine. I was getting an update on on his situation. Well, that's not good. He's going to be fine. Just messed up your morning a little bit. Just made made for a made for a event filled morning, but that's fine. We're good. <laughs> it's always something, isn't it? Yes. I mean, if nothing else, it, then it's a lab deal, and it's yeah, he's fine. But. And you guys think it was going to be him too leaving? He a little apprehensive when you're collecting them. I can't remember. Something was done with bribing him with cheese. I, I don't. Oh really? Yeah, I don't. Recall. Any cheese? Yes. Any food? Just the word. Yeah, but if you just call it cheese and everything's good. Oh, he knows cheese. Oh yeah, sure. No cheese is like a, a one of those like action words. Cheese, eggs, turkey, eggs. Yes. Really? Watermelon. Likes the watermelon. Yeah, it's amazing how much food language a dog can learn. Anyway, where were we? You're fine. Uh, we are at the first game of the day in the SEC, which is is that? Oh, it's a Friday night game. Uh, Friday night. I mean, Virginia Syracuse is fine. Syracuse ruined my. They ruined my weekend. Yeah. I had Purdue. Yeah, and Purdue had it. Scored in the last last minute. damn play. Anyway. Boise State, UTEP, no thanks. I had a really good week on Neil's picks, and yeah. everywhere else was an absolute train wreck of a disaster. Oh, really? When you had to pick everything, you did fine. It's when you had to pick out which of those things you liked that you had problems. Jeez. Missouri and Auburn at 11 o'clock on Saturday on the Plains. Got to think this will be a sleepy, empty Jordan-Hare crowd for this one. Oh, yeah. This is, this is a spot for Auburn. This is a spot for Auburn. I I don't. They could lose this football game. Well, Missouri will come to play. They will show up ready at eleven a.m. They will. Now I'm not sure they're good enough, 
But from a motivational standpoint, they'll be ready. They circle it suddenly and go, hey, guys. Well, they have probably have circled it. And you know Drinkwitz has this circled because he he's not going to get it. But has he, no chance. No, but he will audition for this job. Because Drinkwitz would crawl on broken glass to Auburn. Now, he's not getting the job before anybody out there listening goes, Oh, oh no, God, oh, God, not, oh, God, not, oh, God, not oh, even God. A, a sniff. But he'll want it. Auburn minus seven. I mean, I got to think about it. Seven. But my initial inclination is to take Missouri in points. And just, and just I mean, gag on. Like, well, here's uh, the Auburn's problem is that is that T.J. Finley is just not an SEC no, quarterback. They're, they're awful at quarterback. And the other one, the other one Ashford. is Ashford is just a runner. That's what he is. I mean, he makes a throw or two here and there. But Penn State beat them up. Pretty average Penn State team. And, you know, you got to kind of wonder on Auburn's defense if the guys look around and they're sort of like having the Derek Carr moment where they're like, you know what? This, this can't all be on us. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Kind of that, kind of there. Like they look at it and go, this is, we're not going to win much. Is it really worth it? It's a little early for that, but we're getting there. It's getting late early on the Plains. It is. Kent State and Georgia. Sure. 11 o'clock. Athens. Why is the line only 42 and a half? 
Yeah, I got it at 44, but either way. Shouldn't it be like 72 and a half? They just think Georgia's going to lose interest. Well, the problem with Georgia is that when they put the backups in, they want to play too. Yeah, because like I mean, their backup. That's probably why I had a bad week, and I'm like, I'm not going to lose sleep over picking the wrong side of a line that was 52 freaking points. Like, what the hell yeah. ever? No, I, I, don't, I, I don't. laid 50 and got it. Uh, I laid whatever. 46 and a half yeah, and got it. Whatever. I but mean, then I laid 24 and a half with Florida, and they damn near lost. So, yeah. I mean, that's a that, JG, go ahead. JG said if the game versus Missouri gets real spicy, Harson would get fired Sunday. But here's the thing, okay? What could what did. When you fire Brian Harson on Sunday, besides sending Brian Harson to a paid beach beach vacation for a couple of months, what do you accomplish? Nebraska looked like the same damn Nebraska without Scott Frost on the sideline. It didn't look any different. Well, Mickey Joseph's like it was my fault. No, it's not. No. Shut up. No, it's not any good. Yeah. You don't have enough good players. I mean, I get you saying it. I understand, but no, it's stupid. Not your fault. Look, your team is bad at football. And here's the thing with Auburn. And I realize by saying this and putting it on video, there's a chance that it gets shoved in my face for perpetuity. And I had no problem with what John Talty wrote yesterday, AL.com. I wrote about this in 10 Thoughts. Number one, every word he wrote was fine. Yeah, sure. Number two, he's looking for clicks. Um, putting Lane Kiffin's name in a, in a story is click clickworthy. He's right about Kiffin inquiring about that job in 2020. He absolutely did. No, Talty wrote. True statements. Everything was fine. But I just don't see where that's the job for Lane Kiffin. And I'm not the naive guy that thinks Lane Kiffin's staying in Oxford for 12 years because his daughter's enrolling at Ole Miss. I, I don't, I, I'm not, whatever, she can transfer too. But I don't see where that's the place he goes. I mean, if you told me Alabama offered, I'm like, yeah, he's gone. And he should be. See ya. Everybody should go pack his bag. But Auburn? I mean, there's a handful of blue of of absolute. What's the word I'm looking for? Just perfect jobs. Yeah, sure. All I mean, Alabama, um, Ohio State, Georgia, maybe even Oklahoma. Maybe in this new NIL world, Texas would probably appeal to Lane. But I don't see where Auburn does it. I don't see where that's a fit. No, I, t- I told you yesterday, I'm not putting this sort of irreversible stock in Landry's college decision. I also don't think this is similar to two years ago when there was rumors of him trying to look around and all those different things because his if he knew that he's going to pursue every job offer to get any some sort of even job, he's not going to tell his daughter to go to the trouble of enrolling right. and being accepted into the school that he would be leaving. Right. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. She's been here for months. Mm-hmm. It's not like she has some 20-year emotional investment into right. the place. Right. Come on. Right. It was a. It was not what people tried to make it out to be, right. but it was a good sign for sure. all of us. Sure, sure. As we've said, what's happened is the Venn diagram of jobs Lane would leave for and jobs that will take event Lane has gotten smaller over the last year. I it, just, is, it has shrunk. I just don't see where Auburn fits. I just don't see where it fits. They're not going to make him the brand. The boosters aren't going to say, hey, peace out, see you on Saturday. 
They're just because everybody talks about all the positives that Auburn has on Ole Miss, and there are some. Sure, lots. The negatives, though, are things that do not fit with the way Lane wants to operate a program at all. He does not want to deal with that bullshit over there. No. And having to placate and worry about what Jimmy and Joe and Stan and all those people are saying and doing, and oh God, Mm-mm. it's not his thing. And they're not there yet from a Alabama standpoint of getting the hell out of the way. Nowhere close. They just fired an AD. No, and they're nowhere close on NIL. No. I mean, nowhere close. I mean, again, I'm I'm not that guy that goes, oh, he'll never leave. Oh, no, there's jobs I think he'd leave for in a split second. But in terms of taking a job that – I mean, right now there's two jobs in this league that are better than every other job. And anybody who can't admit that, you're just being naive. The Alabama job and the Georgia job are elite jobs. The list of coaches that would want those jobs basically is all the coaches. Yeah, sure, whatever. So after that, in this new landscape, I think it's different now. And so people go, well, we've got all this tradition. I don't care. What does that, ma- what does that matter? Who? Who? What does that matter? I mean, so what? Well, we've, boy, back in the 90s, so, I don't, so it doesn't mean anything. We've got a big stadium. Kids don't care. What's your brand? They care about that. They care about can you get them to the league, mm-hmm. and they care about you going to pay me. That's it. So why would you eagerly jump at a job where your two big rivals are the two best programs probably in the country today? The only one that could even jump in the conversation and go, hey, what about us as Ohio State? That's it. Well, yeah, as you said yesterday, hey, now your schedule is you get to play Georgia and you don't play Vanderbilt. Oh, and and cool. you're compared to Georgia and Alabama intimately yeah. by your fan base. And they're immensely ahead of you. I mean, they're so far ahead of you that it's – and look, they're ahead of everybody else too, right? I mean, look, just ask South Carolina. I mean, that's what Georgia does to people. Ask Oregon. I mean, Oregon just beat BYU up, and Oregon went and played Georgia and just got absolutely skull drug. Georgia's got so many great players. Their NIL's in great shape. Everything in their program's in great shape. And you know about Alabama. They've dominated the sport for, what, 16 years now? 15 mm-hmm. years? It's a hell of a dynasty. We will, people will look back 50 years from now and talk about the Saban era at Alabama in glorious ways, mm-hmm. dynastic ways, in a sport that is not built for dynasties. Mm-hmm. They've revolutionized the sport. Yeah. So why do you want to take the job with all of the stuff that's in it where those are your two standards that you're judged against intimately? I, just don't, I don't get it. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe he, maybe they offer him a gazillion dollars and change the name from War Eagle to War Juice. Maybe they just go all in. Hey, it's a crazy world. Who knows what happens, right? But I don't see it. I don't see the fit there. As opposed to when last year people talked about LSU and Florida, and they'd say, is there, is there a fit? I'm like, you damn right there's a fit. There's a real fit at LSU for a guy like him. There's a fit at Florida for a guy like him. Made all the sense in the world. I was like, if I'm an Ole Miss fan, those are the jobs that scare me. I'll go one further, and I don't think there's a chance in hell really that he takes it. But to me, if I'm an Ole Miss fan, I'm more worried about UCLA than I am Auburn. Yeah, His family's out there. He's been out there. He's kind of a California 
looking guy, the whole deal, that would be more of a, like, that would set off just a little bit of alarm bells. I, I just don't see Auburn. And then the positive on that job is Ale misses a better job, too. It's in the SEC. He likes the SEC. And Lane doesn't really – I don't think Lane would want to play a bunch of games that nobody in the country is watching outside of the West Coast, frankly, at this point. Because SC was different. It's going to be – and UCLA is going to be a rebuild. Yeah. I mean, Lane doesn't strike me as the guy that wants to start over and rebuild. Mm-hmm. Now, he might look at the transfer portal and go, you can rebuild quickly now. And he's nobody works the portal better than he does. So maybe that's part of the thought process. I just – yeah. But I, I can tell Ole Miss people this. You're going to read it a ton. You're going to read about Kiffin with, with uh, Auburn. Hell, people tried to link him to Nebraska, which made no sense. He's born there. Yeah. I, I, He's born there. Okay. Hey, um, bring, bring him home. Yeah, home. Because <laughs> if Lane is anything, he identifies as a Cornhusker. So like, I mean, you know, last year when the Miami job was talked about, people were like, is that a fit? I'm like, you're damn right it's a fit. Yeah, sure. Of course, it's a great fit. I just don't see where Auburn's the great fit. I'm not saying it's not a great job or it could be a great job because it's been a great job, but I don't know that today it's a great job. It's a really good job. But there's a bunch of really good jobs in the SEC. Oh, sure. Frankly, he's in one. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery. JohnstonHillCreamery.com. It's been almost two years since they started making their cheeses locally and in-house. You can get those there just off Molly Bar. It's on White Oak Lane in Oxford, 662-419-9201. Cheese at JohnstonHillCreamery.com. Just stop in. All their different cheese varieties, really creative stuff. Their charcuterie trays, their grazing trays, their um, desserts, and much more. They're always just kind of making some new and inventive things for you to check out. Go by, see their cooler. Uh, plenty of things to accompany your uh, cheese and meat selections there at Johnstown Creamery. And remember, another home game this weekend, tailgate packages available to feed 10, 20, or 40. Depending on the number of people, they can take care of that. They also cater weddings and showers and much more. So, again, 662-419-9201. Solutions Rx is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical-grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S., Based out of Iuka, Mississippi, if you take diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medications, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. That's why you should try prescription support. It's going to uh, put those vitamins back into your body, help with side effects, helping you stay more compliant, taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. It's solutionsrx.com. Promo code OEP at checkout. You'll get 10% off your first order. I'll brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Hawkeye Highway 7 South, I should say, in Hawkeye, Mississippi. At Hawkeye Portable Buildings, they custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Hawkeye can accommodate you. You just pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and Hawkeye makes it happen. In-house financing available. Um, it's the free delivery set up within 75 miles of Hawkeye as well. 662-226-2233 or go to HawkeyeBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Speaking of tailgating, if you're coming in to Tulsa game for the Kentucky game, Auburn in four weeks, three weeks, whatever the case, I lose track of days. 
Uh, Seven South Tailgating can take care of you. They provide a level of service that is unlike any other. To lock in a tailgating package for the fall, just go to 7southtailgating.com, submit a request. Uh, They're well-staffed. Their team members are well-trained. Their team is capable of consistently securing the spot you want week after week. They can go all over the campus. If you need extra ice, extra chairs, they take care of that as well. 7southtailgating.com. Get your sock game in order for tailgating and also start thinking about the holidays a little bit as a gift. DeadSoxy.com. Promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 25% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Game Changer Patches also will help you in the Grove. Make a great stocking stuffer. It's the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. You got the warm-up patch, the overtime patch, all natural ingredients. Keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REVELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes you can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode and face a challenge in life. When you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small, I know you got family, friends, great to have people to talk to, but sometimes the therapist is the way to go. There's no preconceived notion. Nobody has their own opinions or emotions tied into the topic. So you get a clean slate and a trained professional to help you through whatever your issues that you uh, would like to get over are. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. You can turn the video on or off. You can make it whatever experience you want to make it get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey switch therapist at any time so when you want to be a better problem solver therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash mpw today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better h-e-l-p.com slash m-p-w mississippi state back at home this week speaking of a uh depressed crowd a little bit we got an Ooh. 11 o'clock game this morning a little testy the bulldogs hosting bowling green Ugh, the Falcons in town, State's a 30-point favorite, but that is not where their minds are going to be is on bowling green this weekend. No. It's been a, been a rough 48 hours. They what, what What was the expectation? Did, did people think they were going to go to LSU and go dominate that game? What did they think? It's the kind of game you win if you're better than mediocre. Sure. LSU still not good. No, no. This is Brian Kelly's worst team at LSU. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Leach got out coached in the second half. Big time. It's almost like if you have the athletes. State is a one trick offensive pony where if you struggle tackling and you don't have some side to side speed at the second level, they will run. They will throw all over you and and create havoc. And if you're not kind of smart with your assignments, they will create mismatches and it looks ugly. But once that kind of got shored up, oh boy. Yeah, they went in and made a couple of adjustments at the half, and that was that. Because if you can stop it, State is consistently in third and six, and eventually they're not going to get one. They're going to punt. And they struggled with Jaden Daniels. Yeah. They're going to they struggle with some other quarterbacks. I appreciated our boy coming on a few weeks ago, but I don't like State's chances of getting Georgia here in a few weeks. It feels, feels like that might have been a hot take that's going to miss out on. Yeah. That, that's one he probably would like back. Yeah, it feels like that's going to be a tough assignment for the Bulldogs. That was an example of sometimes you're Take trying to fill the month of August yeah. and you just try a little too hard. Heart's in the right place. Sure. And until you've done this all the time yeah, yeah, in yeah, August, yeah. you just don't know how difficult it is. You got to say something. 
because they need teams to play games, and they're not playing games. Yeah. But, boy, now you look at them. I don't have state schedule in front of me. Um, A&M, I think, in a couple of weeks. That is true. I'm going to pawn it up. Um, they still got to play Arkansas. Um, they still got Alabama. They got Auburn here pretty soon. And Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Son. And I – Hey, look, the Egg Bowl's a long way away. And a well, lot. They're still 2-1. and one. They're going to be 3-1 after Saturday. They are. And then here's the rest of their season. Okay. Whew. Getting to six is going to require an upset. Okay. I think they've got two more in the bag, but they got to find another one to get to six. Hit me. Bowling Green. Yeah, that's W. 3-1. Sure. A&M. They can win it, but state de- I mean, A&M defensively is going to choke yeah, them out. We're going to talk about A&M in a minute. Yeah. But – Probably not. Kentucky. Hard there. No. Nah. Up there. Up no. there. No, it's an L. Alabama. No. <laughs> bye week and then Auburn. They'll be at the, home. They will beat the bye week. And they, they could beat Auburn at home. In fact, I'll give them that one right now. Okay. Well, that gets them to four. Okay. Georgia. No. They should they should they should figure out a way to they, and if we're right. They should have a COVID outbreak. Just avoid the week. Just delay it. And then maybe delay it again, and then yeah. it'll get canceled. If we're right, and we haven't missed one somewhere, and they have lost – they've beaten Auburn and, and lost A&M, they will be going to Vault Hemingway to find a sixth win because they had East Tennessee State the week before that. So, we skipped some games. No, we didn't. They're th- they were 3-1 and one after Bowling Green. Okay. A&M, 3-2. and two. Right. Arkansas, 3-3. and three. Kentucky three and four. Oh, okay. I didn't hear the Arkansas one. Okay. Bama three and five. Yeah. Auburn four and five. Yeah. Georgia four and six. Yeah. East Tennessee State five and six. Yeah. At Ole Miss. And I, the, I know people do the record book thing. Uh, I don't. That looks like a terrible matchup for State. It does. Based on what I've seen so far. Now, maybe Ole Miss is so beat up by that point or something. Who knows, right? There's a lot of football to be played. But from a matchup standpoint, I don't, I don't like that at all for State. To get to a bowl game, they're going to have to go beat Arkansas, Kentucky, or Ole Miss. And I and, just don't and and, and and beat Auburn. I mean, they can lose to Auburn too, for God's sake. And I just don't know that the, the environment's going to be like super duper for them against Arkansas by that point in the year. And I don't think they beat Kentucky and I don't think they beat Ole Miss. So if you're dependent on beating Arkansas, I mean I would give them a chance. But if you're struggling with Jaden Jaden uh what's his name? Daniels. Daniels. If you're struggling with Jaden Daniels, you're, you're, you're going to struggle with Arkansas's run game because it's a little more multifaceted than that. I mean, you can talk about like a lot of things about Arkansas, but the one thing they've done through three games is they've run the football yeah, sure. down people's throats. Undefeated Duke and undefeated Kansas on Saturday. I know. Good for them. Sure. That's games in Lawrence, right? It is. That'd be a big game. I wonder what kind of crowd they'll get for that. Because it's a winnable game to get to 4-0. and Sure. Sure it's winnable. Hey, they went and beat a good Houston team. That was a, that was a nice win. It was. He's good. He's great. He's the guy Nebraska should just – don't overthink this. Go hire him. Go hire him. And then give him time and get out of the way. 
I mean, that's two really good, for Kansas, two really good wins at West Virginia and at Houston. Sure. If you're a Kansas fan, you're absolutely over the over the moon right now. Okay, can we get him to six? I don't know. I, Duke I, would be four. Okay. Iowa State. Where? It's in Lawrence. Maybe. 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 I feel like we're a little bit of a tall task. They have to beat TCU at home. Yeah. To have a chance. But I think they probably will. I mean, you just got them to six if you want okay. all of them. Okay. Oklahoma, Baylor, no. Oklahoma State. No. I don't. They can't win at Texas Tech. I don't think. I wouldn't. Think. I kind of like Tech a little bit. They're okay. They played NC State okay. Yeah, and then Texas and Kansas State. The the last one. Where's that? Where's that game? Manhattan. Meh. Meh. Probably I mean, not. He has a legitimate chance to find a way to six and six. Yeah. Shot. But now you got to beat Duke this weekend. Yeah. Otherwise, too much. But yeah. Done a hell of a job. No, Randall, there's no getting Vandy to six. It's just. It's hard to do. It's Mizzou, South Carolina, and somebody. But they'd have to pull off a hell of an and upset. The, and the somebody is just. It's just hard. I mean, it's to like find. Ole Miss or Tennessee. And it's like. Well, they're not beating the, Ole Miss. Yeah, they're not the beating Tennessee. You? They're not beating Alabama. They're Maybe not beating Georgia. Maybe Florida. No, yeah, that's who it would be. It would be Florida if you just. It's so their path to six Missouri, is South Carolina, Carolina Missouri, Florida. Florida. Eh, okay. Speaking of TCU, SMU is a one-point favorite against the Horned Frogs in Highland Park this weekend. Okay. Baylor is a two and a half point underdog at Iowa State on Saturday. Oh, that's a good game. Wake Forest is getting seven at home against Clemson, as you mentioned, on our on our picks. That's a really interesting game. Wake is Wake is sneaky efficient. They are. They did not play well, probably looking ahead to Clemson. Yeah, there was a lot of looking ahead last week. They got through Liberty. Yeah. It was ugly. Yeah, they weren't locked in. We'll see. I'm sure they were thinking about Clemson. They're, they're kids. They're human. Maryland getting 17 from Michigan. Whatever. Michigan's playing no one. Um, but they look really damn good. They do. They, they look good doing hey, it. Hey, you talk about passing the eye test now. Yeah. They do. They pass it with flying colors in much the same way Ole Miss does. You know it's a good sign when your AD sends out the the uh, the social media graphics saying, hey, guys, we really need you to show up and not boo our players. That would be great. Can you can you mm. cheer the buffs as they as they finish their season? Coach Durrell is working hard to to mm. fix the issues in Boulder. Mm. Think 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 Carl's in trouble at the end of the season there when in in Boulder. But Colorado's getting twenty one and a half from UCLA this weekend at home. UCLA very fortunate to oh, beat they, beat my guy Kane and they the should they, they did lost. not deserve to win that game. Should have lost. They should have lost. <clears throat> but that tells you how far Colorado's fallen. Oh, they they suck. Yeah. The team won 11 games with Mike McIntyre recently. They'd finished near the bottom of the Mountain West if they played in it. Oh, they're, they, they are horrible. Yeah, they're horrible. Florida, Tennessee this weekend. I know it's because of the home team, but game day being at Florida, Tennessee. Where else are they going to go? I don't know. Any damn – do a gimmick again. I mean, Florida? I think it's – Florida? I think it's let's go to Knoxville while it we can. It is that. They haven't been since 16. I think it's that, and I get it. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Heupel's got it kind of going there. 
Yeah, they're they're better than I thought they were. They're they're good. Their fans are kind of buying in right now. They they they're good. I'm not doing the Vols are back. I'm not doing all that. They're not. They're not beating Georgia. They're not beating Georgia. They're not back. But they're good. He's done a really nice job. Yeah. Ten and a half. Oh, it started at nine. It's at ten and a half. Started at seven and a half, actually. I love it. Lay it, lay it on I, 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 I love it. I, I, I think Tennessee's going to whip Florida. Okay. Hendon Hooker's playing really good football right now. Since he was named the starting quarterback, 42 touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, it's pretty damn good, Chase. That's, that's good against air. Yeah. He's, he's putting up really good numbers and, and passes the eye test when you watch him, too. He does. He's, they're good. They're, they're really good. Sneaky game for Texas. They better show up. They are uh, yeah, game day. Should have gone to Lawrence. That's yeah, where they no, should. Sure. That's where they should. That'd have been gone. neat. Yeah, that's where they should. Nobody would have complained about four and can or three and Kansas, three and Duke, and doing that story. No, that's where they should have gone. That would have been good. The whole country would have went. Yep. All right. Sweet. Yeah, that's where they should have. The gone. country pulls for Kansas when they play Texas every year. It'd have been fine. They could have gone to Winston Salem. Might be a clue that they're a little that they're, that Clemson, NC State's on the super short list for next week. Sure. That's the thing that you went, oh, that's not good for Ole Miss and Kentucky because they picked an SEC school on a random week with a game that, eh. I could be wrong here. I yeah. just reading some tea leaves. I think the only way they do an SEC game next week is if Arkansas beats A&M. Mm-hmm. And even then, I don't think it's a slam dunk. Yeah. They might want to do the NC State thing. Makes sense. Texas Tech getting five at home against Texas on Saturday. Oh, Texas probably that's, wins. That's not a bad game. No, it's okay. Yeah. Notre Dame and North Carolina or a pick'em on sure. Saturday in Chapel Hill. Whatever. Notre Dame sucks. Yeah. They're horrid. Transitive property, you went, Ohio State good? Like, or at least good relative to Georgia? Well, I mean, no. But, <laughs> no. I mean, no, I can't tell you that now. I don't even need transitive <laughs> property. I need eyes. Um. <laughs> Here's what you wonder with Notre Dame is if it goes really bad. Not now. Theo, I mean, they survived a bad Cal team. As Theo Saturday. Epstein said, if not now, when? You just hang it. You, you, you just, you, just going to stubbornly hang on? I know. I know. Indiana getting 15 and a half from Cincinnati. Indiana's like 3-0, and but it is the ugliest 3-0 and in the history of college football. And Cincinnati's kind of good. I watched yeah. I watched their game, believe it or not. I was having lunch with my daughters, and Cincinnati, um, who the hell were they playing? I, don't, I saw it, but I don't even remember. Miami of Ohio. Yeah, that's right. They were kind of handling them. That's right. The quarterback play for Cincy's pretty good. That guy's a – frankly, if you're Nebraska, the first – Guy you call is Fickle. Yeah, sure, of course. Will you take it? Yeah. If you're Auburn, you call Fickle. I mm-hmm. think I think Fickle would laugh at Auburn. Yeah. If you're Notre Dame, it goes bad. Might be the time to own it and call Fickle. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get on with it. Before he goes somewhere else. Right. The guy that makes the most sense for your job of anybody in the country, just do it. Sure. We're following App State every week, and they seem to be kind of interesting every week. They're, they're gonna they're gonna get a really good James Madison in town this week. That's a weird game for App State. 
Feels like whatever deal they cut with the football It's got to be running out at the, some point, the doesn't it? That's coming. Yeah. Did you hear the radio call on that? I did, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I, that radio call was college football. Yeah. That's just Because if you're driving down the road, you have no idea what really happened. I mean, you figure it went good for App State, but you don't. Because they're screaming. Because they're just screaming unintelligible words. It sounded like a high school football broadcast where they, yeah. where Jimmy and Paul just losing their minds up in the booth. And, yeah. Where Jimmy's boy just scored the yeah, game right. touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss opened at 21, and it's at 20 right now. Um, I don't know. Tell us a score some points. It's, I, I have a feeling that Ole Miss's run game is going to be knife through butter on Saturday. And my initial thought is take Ole Miss and lay the points. Yeah. I don't know what the over is, the over-under. I think Ole Miss can get into the 40s pretty easy. Over under 62. Ooh, that's a pretty good number. That's about right. 62. That's about Because the, the score that's kind of in my head is something like 45-17. I think Tulsa's going to score some points. They've scored on everybody. Vegas is making sure you just don't even really put money line money on this. They're only giving Tulsa an 850 on a plus minus. But they're giving Ole Miss minus 1,300. So you got to put up 1,300 to win 100 on Ole Miss. Yeah, that's just a stupid bet. They're going, man. Yeah. I'm going to keep you We're, away not, from we're not losing money on this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there'll be somebody that'll put 50 down on the 850. Sure. Because yeah. it's a huge value if you can get it. Yeah. Georgia Tech getting 18 on the road at UCF on Saturday. Who is? Georgia Tech. Oh. They're only getting 18? Yeah. They'll lose. Plumley going to run all through. I saw no sign of a life. <laughs> it's dead. I mean. <laughs> You're poking it with a stick. I mean, those look like corpses out there. <laughs> they sort of played hard for like the first couple series, and then when they didn't get that fourth down, it was 14 nothing, and Georgia Tech had fourth and goal and didn't get it. And it literally was like you just popped the balloon, and it was like, all right, well, all right, yeah. good job, guys. That, yeah. was, that was fun. Yeah, I I I actually like UCF minus eighteen. That that feels that feels pretty good. Okay. I mean, I could have laid forty one Saturday, so I feel good about laying eighteen. That's fair. Arkansas and A and M. Arkansas getting two and a half in Dallas against the Aggies. Such a weird matchup because you've got on one side this offense that's pretty dynamic against what is a very good A and M defense with DJ Durkin. And on the other side, you've got an Arkansas defense that's kind of porous, especially in the back half, against the Texas A&M team. I didn't see Texas A&M do, like, light the world on fire offensively against Miami. Did you? No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, A-Chain is great. but Everybody's writing about Max Johnson. Like, what did he do? He was fine. I don't know. It's close. Arkansas clearly was looking ahead. They were... They were sleepwalking for the better part of a half. Mm-hmm. Kind of thought they would. To their credit, they made it happen in the fourth quarter. They dominated the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, my, my, my initial thought is take A&M and lay two points, but I don't feel great about it. Six o'clock on Saturday. It'll be wild. I mean, I promise you the whole Arkansas campus is going. 
It's costing me money. How far does that drive? It's like five hours. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Four and a half, five, I think. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages available, the uh, 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, pro controls, network security, and much more. So call the office for details. Get the best internet in Lafayette County. Again, that's 662-238-3159. Automation Control Systems, LLC, is owned by my friend Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. If you want to learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Lamons. Fine Jewelry is located at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for three-quarters of a century. If you are looking for jewelry, they're the gold standard in fine jewelry. They've got it. Visit them at LammonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by Pinnacle. We'll be back with the Mind of My Money on Thursday. It's brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Madison, Mississippi. Clients in multiple states, advisors in multiple states as well. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. If you're uh, thinking about a holiday trip, maybe you're already thinking ahead to the spring break or next summer, get in touch with John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, He knows how to create a special trip that makes a lifetime of unique memories. Just give him some parameters and a budget, and he'll take care of you. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. If you're coming to town these next couple of weeks, make OPA part of your weekend. It's the newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and so much more at OPA, 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. Uh, we'll have um, a mailbag to you on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, residential, family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. Uh, speaking of picks, we'll have them up on Thursday. They're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, they've got it. They can help you at Service Specialist. It's always free for the candidates. There's nothing to lose. Call Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. I'll, uh, I'll finish up with my last couple in a little bit. What do you think about that Arkansas A&M game? It's your gut on Monday. You got time to change. A&M. Yeah. I trust their offense. I'm with myself on Saturday because I picked A&M to win the game but not cover, and I, I, I was sort of in my head about it because I think I was hoping for Miami so much, but I had that thing going – Look, guys, A&M defensively is pretty good. They don't suck. This is but They didn't just blow Miami off the field or anything. No. I mean, I mean A- well, Miami bogged down in the red zone because A&M has a shit ton of speed. I yeah. Mean, so it – And and I thought the quarterback, Van Dyke, I thought he looked hurt. Oh. Uh, I didn't think the ball came out of his hand like it normally does. He was not sharp, no, for whatever reason. I don't know. He didn't throw the ball with a lot of accuracy. Their top receiver was out. 
They didn't have a lot of weapons. Parrish had that bad fumble. Mm-hmm. It mean, was losable for AM. It was damn losable. I, I, I'm 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 almost a little interested in how many people are suddenly going, oh, well, they're, they're okay. Well, no, their offense still bogged down pretty good. I mean, A-Chain's a stud. In a league full of great running backs, he's, he's, he's up there. He's good. I mean, you've got Evans, and you've got uh, A-Chain, and you've got the, the kid at uh, Alabama whose name escapes me, uh, Gibbs. Yeah. He's terrific. Um, a league full of really talented running backs. When Rodriguez comes back, he's very good. The, the kid at Arkansas has put up big numbers. Um, but, you know, I don't think A&M's great up front on offense. I don't think their quarterback play is great. Their receiving play is nothing special. This, I don't know. I think I think this game Saturday night's got a chance to be a really interesting game. A&M finds a way to win it. You've got another good win. You're going to go probably beat State next week. Or can it sort of calms a little. Sure, um, on sure. You. Comes down. You lose, and suddenly State ain't fixing your problem, and you got more problems later. No, because – It's a huge swing game in that way. Well, if you lose to Arkansas, the State week's going to be all about Arkansas, and then yeah. even after you beat State, you got to go to Alabama, and they're going to yeah. smoke your ass. Yeah. I can tell you that now. So, you know, it's a, it's a big spot for them, but, like, they're coming off of a game that's emotional – Late Saturday night, Arkansas slept walk. I mean, they they were looking ahead. They know what's coming. And Bobby Petrino's a damn good offensive coach. I mean, for as bad of a person as he is, he's a, he's a hell of an offensive coach. Give him that. Yeah, sure. Because that game was on. We we went to watch uh, – we went to get some dinner and we were watching that game and the Mississippi State game was on, but – like you watch Petrino call a game, so smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything play calling makes. He's an elite. The continuity of everything. Yeah. He's an elite play caller. He's in the Lane Kiffin category of playing callers. Mm-hmm. Play callers. He's he's very very good at setting things up. Very good. Why well, he definitely works through FCS schedules, where he's just he just d- demolishes them. Yeah, I mean, he's got. I mean, they're 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 a good team. I mean, they're not. They played with some early emotion and built an early lead. And Arkansas you're an AD, Bobby Petrino, or Hugh Freeze? Petrino. You would hire Petrino? Absolutely. Okay. I get the better coach. Yeah, yeah. I just meant everything involved. You, If those two were your finalists, you would hire Petrino. I would hire Petrino. I'm going to get a better coach. Yeah. Hugh's good. Petrino's at just football. X's and O's on a board is elite. Yeah, sure. On offense. Yeah. Kentucky minus 25 and a half against Northern Illinois Saturday night from Lexington. Uh, they're going to be looking ahead. This is a sleepwalk game. If you're looking to steal a line, this might be one to steal. It's just high enough. Frankly, the Ole Miss game, too, is one that if the line sneaks up high enough, you do wonder if Ole Miss looks ahead, you know, just just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. The late touchdown and Ole Miss wins 41-24, and it's like, all right, fine. It's going to be hot. Just a little, whatever. Do you see the temperatures this week? Yeah, hot. It's like ninety-eight in Oxford on Wednesday. It was a false fall last week. We well, always is. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fake. Yeah. We should have a rule that you cannot talk about the chill in the air in early September. Yes, it's not. You don't get to talk about that. Stop. Iowa minus seven and a half at Rutgers. I mean, that's gonna what's the over under? Seriously, I made money on the over under against Nevada. Let's see. 
35. I had 39 and, and one last week. It's a college football game with the over-under at 35. Rutgers is is a favorite in this game? No, Iowa minus seven. Where's the game? In Piscataway. Ooh. I don't hate Rutgers here. They're undefeated. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, plus seven and a half at home. Mm. Will Hall getting uh, 13 in the Garden District at Tulane this weekend. Uh, Tulane with a big win. Head to Kansas State. State, 17-10. Yeah, good for them. Fritz is a good coach. He's a really good coach. He'll stay there, and he's done a really good job, and they love him. That's, that's, That's good. Yeah, sure. They're competitive in the American probably this year. Yeah. I'm not going to win it. No, but, but they're competitive, and the Americans are a pretty good league. Kane should get healthy. He's at home against La Tech on Saturday. Yeah, they should win that. Um, kudos, by the way, to Sonny Cumbie and Louisiana Tech for the way they handled the deal at, at Clemson. Yeah. I, I, I was, People like to make fun of Dabo, and I do sometimes as well, but that was pretty genuine. That wasn't pretty genuine. It was completely genuine. Right. That, that He was touched by uh, the way Tech, Showed respect to Clemson in, in a period of mourning. Mm-hmm. That was that was that spoke volumes about Sonny Cumbie, the person. Kind of, I kind of agree with uh, Dabo. Sometimes in situations like that, you see someone's heart. He said, "I'm." He, Dabo referred to being a fan of him for for good. Said he's going to do big things in his career because that's who he is. I kind of agree. Yeah, Louisiana Tech had their their players wrote handwritten letters to Clemson. Yeah. And uh, Cumbie wore the uh, Ali Strong mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, that was, that was he didn't have to do that. Sure. He could have just gone out and been and coached and coached and expressed his condolences. But for them all to write letters like that, I thought that was neat. That's what it's supposed to be about. That was I thought it just said a lot about him. That's all. Alabama minus forty and a half at home against Vanderbilt. <sighs> I mean, look, Nick has no interest in running it up, but. I mean, a week after uh, o- overcoming a scare against ULM, this feels like uh, this feels like a moment where they'll be pretty motivated. I hate these lines. I mean, I, I hate them. If it was real money, I would never, ever, oh, ever no. put a no. a dime on a line over forty points. Because if I told you that that Alabama won forty nine to seven, you're not surprised. But then if I told you that Alabama won forty nine to ten, sure, hey Houston, you you wouldn't be surprised. And that, that's the difference between winning and losing. They could be at thirty one nothing at halftime and win thirty eight nothing. Sure, or they could win sixty two to seven because they're just that good. Yeah. And defensively, they are really, really good. They are. LSU minus 29.5 against New Mexico. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Probably late. I don't know. Sure. LSU is the team that's going to continue to get a little better as the year goes along. It's a Brian Kelly team. It's going to get better. It's like the same. uh, Lane Kiffin teams get better. Brian Kelly teams get better. They just do. And this one's going to get better also. they're mediocre right now, and I don't think they're ever going to get a whole hell of a lot above mediocre, but they're going to get better. South Carolina minus 22 against Charlotte. It says more about Will Healy and the Niners than it does the Gamecocks. Oh, I didn't, they I didn't are, even see that game. I need to add it. Is there? There's a line there? There are. There is, yes. Charlotte at South Carolina? That is correct. Yes. No, Charlotte's a real team. We get lines on those. 
What time's that game? Is that six thirty? Six thirty. SEC, ESPN Plus or whatever. Yeah, because Alabama's the SEC network. Alabama Vanderbilt's SEC network. Yeah. Okay. I missed that one. That was not on ESPN's list. Damn them. What you would have hoped at the start of the year was at least a competitive game. Wisconsin is way is down, I think. So Ohio State minus seventeen and a half at home against the Badgers on Saturday. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I like laying those points. Yeah. I don't think Wisconsin's particularly good. Oklahoma <laughs> at home minus thirteen against Kansas State on Saturday. I lay those. I think I'd lay those. I think too. we can all do the Oklahoma thing all we want to. They they appear to be a very good football team. Yeah, they're fine. Louisiana Lafayette at Louisiana Monroe. Chaos, baby. Mm, mm, mm. The Cajuns are giving 11. Hatred. Only 11. Only 11. On the road. After we scared Alabama the way we did. Is this a scare spot for SC on Saturday night? Who they got? 8.30 in Corvallis. Sure. Think so? Sure. Oregon State at home getting six and a half. Yeah, that's a scary spot. Yeah. Seasons, often seasons go to die in Corvallis. They're good at home. I, They're not going to win here. <clears throat> I like Wyoming to cover against BYU on Saturday night. They're getting 23. Where's the game? It's in Provo. Oh. But BYU probably sits those receivers again just to get them healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> A little beat up. Two big weeks in a row. Got a little exposed. Yeah. Oregon's athleticism got the best of them. Yeah. Then your night games, the really, really late night games, all three of these at 930. Uh, Utah at Arizona State, which fired Herm Edwards. Yeah. Not a shock there. No. Stanford at Washington. The Huskies giving 12 and a half in Seattle against the Cardinal on Saturday night. That might, might not be a bad one there. And then uh, Western Michigan, San Jose State, if you just really need some football. I don't think I ever need it that bad. Close game. San Jose State minus four and a half at home. Yeah. You'll be done by then, though. Had enough. Yeah, I'll be done by then. Because I would have gone to the Ole Miss game, gotten back here, worked. Yeah, I'll be. That That's the Iron Chef America hour. Mm-hmm. What else you got from, uh, oh. from your readers? I don't just imagine what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest. No down payment financing available at Corinth dental.com pinpoint commercial real estate based out of jackson mississippi they service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as industrial retail office medical and land get in touch with uh, bb uh, for all of your commercial real estate needs they take uh, great pride in their attention to detail professionalism and hard work 601-934-5008 5008 
8. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings. From beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Also a great place to host events, uh, parties, reunions, that sort of thing. So get in touch with Ben and Hillary Craddock. Bowers Cone are the people there at Southern Traditions on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Uh, got a lot of NFL takes. Save those for tomorrow. We're not so deep into the show. Um, one last thought: Becky Hammond going to be an NBA head coach at some point? Uh probably. She's the head coach of the Aces. They win the title yesterday yeah. in the WNBA. She's incredibly well thought of in the NBA. Passed over for a couple jobs in the off season. Yeah. Um, but she got interviewed. Yeah, I think she, at, at some point she's probably the one that, that gets that opportunity. She's earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think it's a controversial thing about whether you hire a female or not. It's just those are very competitive jobs. There's And basket, NBA teams have different, you know, if you're in a big market, do you want that attention? Do you want that constantly? Um. And then, you know, some of the other teams, there's so many teams that are in rebuilding mode, you just simply ask, is she the best person for for uh, development and rebuilding? Mm-hmm. And I'm not – that's some of those teams have stuck with people inside their organization because there's just more intimate knowledge mm-hmm. of the people involved. You have a doubleheader tonight for Monday Night Football. You've got uh, Tennessee at Buffalo, 615 Central early game there for that one. And then at seven thirty, the Vikings and the Eagles. So those are your uh, your games tonight. Vikings and Eagles. Uh, I was listening to some NFL stuff driving back yesterday. There were people that were saying that could be a preview of an NFC Championship game. Ooh. And I thought, whoa, that's a hot take. And then you think about it, and you're like, well, maybe it's a fun, fun, fun thought for week two. So, ton of NFL tomorrow. We will get that to you again. That's a lot of Saints thoughts, but we'll hold them for tomorrow. For I bet uh, you for, do have some I Saints do. thoughts. Got a couple. Yeah, just a few. So we'll, uh, we'll do that. Lane Kiffin speaking today at noon. We'll have coverage of that at rebelgrove.com. Snap counts are up. More content coming later. Hope you have a wonderful day. Talk to you tomorrow. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready our foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.